everybody, and welcome to Scream Along, the podcast. I'm your co-host, Rick, and I wanted to say a big thank you to everyone that DM'd, that showed their support, that reached out. As a lot of you noticed, we didn't have any new episodes coming through the pipeline the last month or so. Um, obviously, we had to f- we had to focus our energy on something else, but happy to report everyone's healthy, everyone's happy. I had to step away for a little bit, but I'm so excited to be back and bringing everyone uh, the new episodes and new content. And just a reminder, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please go ahead and give us a rating and please leave a comment if you enjoy the show, if you don't enjoy the show, whatever it may be, um, that helps fans uh, reach the show and help us get noticed a little bit more. So we always appreciate the support, the ratings and the comments. Without further ado, let's jump into our newest episode. On today's podcast, we are joined with a sci-fi and horror fan, Scream and Ghostface fanatic, which us too, and the collector of all um, of things all of the above, as well as retro gaming machines. He's a friend of the pod and a fellow Canadian, um, so it's Scream super fan Steve. Welcome, Steve. Hey guys. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. No, it's been um we've been wanting to get you on it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, yeah, there was just a lot. <laughs> a lot was happening, as you know, in the Scream world. But yeah. we're very yeah. happy to to have you on now. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really happy to be here, and it's it's uh, it's good that we can finally sync our schedules and make yeah. this happen. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, obviously, we mentioned some of your fandoms off the bat, but tell us a bit more. How'd you get into them? How'd you get into the Scream world? Uh, set the tone for us. <laughs> oh. Um... Wow. Okay. Um, well, yeah, like, so like you said, uh, horror fan, sci-fi, um, collector of all sorts of various things. Um, anyone who has seen my Instagram can probably, uh, attest to my wide range of stuff. I, I have in my collection, uh, Mm -hmm. everything from, you know, Disney to, you know, Michael Myers and Ghostface and, you know, everything in between. So there's, there's not a whole lot that I, uh, you know, don't collect. Um, I, I guess how, how I got into Scream, uh, mm. going way, way back. Um, I, I can't remember where I, I used to, I think it was in, uh, I used to be big into like, uh, those, you know, movie magazines, like entertainment weekly, all that kind of, you know, I used to, I used to collect those religiously and, um, I'm pretty sure it was in one of those that I, I saw an article or read something about, you know, scream coming out and it kind of, you know, it, it, it piqued my interest, but of course I, you know, I was still young at the, at the time. So I, I couldn't go see it in theaters or anything like that, but, uh, after it came out on VHS, I convinced um, my father to rent it one night mm-hmm. and watched it and was instantly like hooked. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember like I I used to uh, um, I 
I liked it so much that I went and I, I bought a, a VHS copy myself and, and hid it because at the time my mom was like, no, you can't, you can't have that. That's a, you know, that's a, a rated R movie and all that. Yeah. You, you know, you, yeah. So I, I had a copy that I went out and bought and. Oh my God, paraphernalia, you hid under the bed. Yeah. I hid it in, in my room and uh, like, and I mean, obsessed to the point that I even, made a recording of it so so back you know back in the day when you had the whole stereo thing and you had your you know your cd and your cassette and you know dvd and everything and you could you know record from you know one format to the other so i literally recorded the entire movie onto a cassette and you listen to it just like I just would play it on my Walkman and just listen to the movie. And that's oh, amazing. Wow. That's not that was, it was, it was <laughs> to say the least. So, um, yeah. And then it's just been, you know, since, since then I was instantly, you know, hooked and, you know, I've been on the, the scream train ever since then. And mm-hmm. still, you know, after all these years and, you know, st- still on board so yeah. yeah um i have a few questions actually you mentioned like the magazines i'm actually really similar to you because i was the same i used to like collect like entertainment weekly um i also like soap opera digest i was like addicted to them um and i still have them all like i have so many my mom they're in like my mom's basement she's like can i get rid of these and i'm like no, no <laughs> i have this attachment yeah. to them i i don't know and i'm like am i ever gonna reread like 2004 entertainment weekly like <laughs> september 19th like probably yeah. not but i'm like no i can't like get ri- i can't get rid of no. them but that's similar to you that's kind of like how i think i like got into pop culture and fandoms with like the print media like those magazines yeah because um, i mean that b- b- before the internet that's yeah that's how, you that's know, how, that's how i got my movie news was you know and all of those and yeah yeah how to get my soap opera spoilers from the magazine? I was oh, addicted. That was no. like my. I was addicted. People at like Sharper's Drug Mart, which is like our Canadian fans. <laughs> Here they, comes Eric. <laughs> they would know. I was in high school, and I would go in every Thursday because that's when they would get the magazine shipments. And they would literally like they expected me come like coming in. They would like hold them for me because um that's when the new shipment came. Yeah. Anyway, wow. So, so you had someone to hold yeah. inside. Oh, yeah. I love that. They knew me. Wow. Um. So anyways, yeah, I was just like, when you were saying that, I was like, I got deja vu. <laughs> but not only that, keeping those, like those entertainment weeklies, like you mentioned, I, obviously you keep them, you're a fan of it, but how cool is it? Like, have you ever revisited or went back to like that moment in time, like just flip through them? It's like you're going through a time machine. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I unfortunately have long since gotten rid of all yeah. of mine pretty much most of, and, and that's one thing that I'm actually really, so back when I still lived at home during this time period and everything, um, like I, I had full size, like movie theater, like double side, you know, uh, posters of Scream 1 to 3 that okay. I got. And, like I literally, my room was just like, plastered with movie theater posters yeah and that's one thing that when i moved out i was you know young and dumb and didn't think about it at the time and i was just like yeah just get rid of them all and now i look back and i'm just like oh why didn't i keep those (laughs) yeah Yeah. so unfortunately the, the magazines went along with most of that stuff when i when i moved out back then you know what i used to do not to get on on me but let's bring it back to me for a second um no just joking you know what i used to do when you used to go into the movies like you go to famous players or something and remember like the the movie magazine i would rip out the ads like the movie poster 
the posters that were in there. And then yeah. on my, I still remember grade 11 on my high school locker, you know, you plaster up, you know, pictures, whatever you wanted. And I had like the Scream 3 because it came out when I was in high school. So I'd Scream yeah. 3 and stuff. But I get it. Like we all have our own yeah. kind of collectible things <laughs> that we're, we're talking about. So that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I know we talked a little bit about Scream, but like what are, um, like even now I know people can't see, but like I see like a Star Trek pillow. What are some other, um, I guess like fandoms um, that we see on your Instagram or um, some other things that I guess like are high on your, your list. And also plug your Instagram, please. So that way people can give you a follow. Okay. Uh, so my Instagram is, uh, what, gosh, what is it? Oh, oh, it's Steve with two E's. So S T E E V E. Yes. Go, go like and follow and you know all of that stuff yeah so like you said star trek um star wars you know those are both big ones that i you know grew up watching since i was little um what else do i enjoy uh other other horror you know franchises i you know i love the chucky series i've got you know a good guy doll um Mm. Michael Myers and the Halloween, all that as well. Um, Power Rangers was a big one that I was, you know, into and still, you know, I actually used to for a while. Uh, I used to cosplay as, you know, Power Rangers and stuff like that. So I I still have some of my stuff from that kicking around. Um, I don't know, all sorts of, you know, things like, you know, James Bond and Jurassic Park. And like I said, like, you know, I'm, I'm a wide selection yeah, exactly. of, you know, of, of interest. So yeah, it really is a pop culture treasure. I will say like, it's a treasure trove. So anyone that's listening, that's a pop culture fan, give his account a follow. Like you'll, you'll really appreciate it. Um, are you excited for the, the Netflix um, Power Rangers? Um, I think it's like an anniversary kind of special, or I don't, movie? I think it's a movie, but yeah, um, it's, yeah, it's like, the, I can't remember what year, but it's 30th or something. Yeah like that maybe it's more than that i don't remember there but yeah um yeah no i i saw a little clip from it so i mean yeah. i'll i'll check it out because it's you know yeah. got the the mo- a good chunk of the og cast mm-hmm. in there so we'll see i mean i'm i'm not expecting much because it's still obviously you know power rangers yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. no yeah, I, I agree nostalgic reasons i'll check it nope. out for sure yeah i'm yeah. excited yeah and then how about um, Scream specifically? Like, how did you, you know, we said, you know, how did you discover your passion and love for the franchise I, and all things Ghostface that have now evolved? Like, I know you mentioned how you started, got into it and started watching it with your dad. And that literally is the story that Mindy tells in the movie, right? Like, Lily, like, don't you remember? This is the one that their parents <laughs> sat down and watched with them. Um, so what, yeah, tell us more, like, what, how has that, like, evolved? How has that evolved from that, from that time you watched the movie until now? Um... Well, definitely uh, having so ha- having a, a house that I can actually have a collection, mm-hmm. you know, like this in has has helped um, with a lot of that. Um, I mean, I always like I said I had the posters, and you know, I had a couple masks and stuff throughout the years, um, but it wasn't you know I I lived in a you know apartments and you know small condos and stuff like that you know so i didn't have the room for a collection and that and you mean even just you know ghost face and scream aside you know everything that i have here is pretty much most of it has has been because i now have the space for it which i for 
for most of, you know, my years growing up and stuff like that, I never had that. So mm-hmm. having that opportunity definitely kind of opened Pandora's box and it kind of, you know, one thing led to another. And then next thing, you know, I went from having, you know, two ghost face masks to, you know, like close to 40 ghost face wow. masks and stuff like that. And then, you know, just kind of meeting, um, you know, meeting people in the fandom and, you know, uh, making, you know, friends with other collectors and stuff. And just, you know, once I started learning more actually, you know, about the history of the ghost face masks, you know, the different molds and stuff that have been used over the year, you know, that kind of, you know, piqued my interest into that whole side of the thing, you know, collecting and just, you know, scream and ghost face in general. And mm-hmm. so then that kind of, you know, then again, opened up another, you know, box you know pandora's box of you know collecting all the different you know variants that are different molds throughout the years and stuff like that and so that's kind of how all that took place and then you know i've always been into you know like prop replicas and stuff like that so then again you know adding you know any of those you know from you know the screen movies and other you know films as well and stuff like that so that's that's kind of how it's all evolved over the years so very nice um so we'll kind of jump a little to scream i always get the numbers scream six um so curious how many times have you at this point in time how many times have you seen it and um curious how your opinion maybe has if it did change from like the first time you saw it to to now or what your what your thoughts are on it kind of i guess post the last few weeks Uh, yeah yeah so I have actually only seen it twice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, su- surprising. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I had planned to go see it more. You know, maybe one another. You know, you know, another two times, two three times maybe. Um, I just unfortunately life got in the way, and mm-hmm. so I just never got around to getting back. You know to the theater to see it again but yeah so so i i i did see it the twice the the two times uh i went the first night on the fan event on the the thursday night and saw it in 3d and then went saw it again the on the weekend in 2d because i figured well i saw it in 3d so now i have to see it in 2d so i can experience you know both you know both uh both types and um i i will say uh, after my initial viewing um i i loved pretty much most of the movie up until the climax at the end and the reveal of the killers mm. During my initial viewing i wasn't too i guess thrilled about the killer reveal and was kind of a little uh okay you know it 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 it, it wasn't you know i i wasn't like blown away or you know amazed or anything by it Mm -hmm. i will say after a second viewing of it um i warmed up to them a little more Mm -hmm. um not so much the dad the the cop yeah he still really annoys me (laughs) and i think and I think what it is about him and his character um, is I just found that whole, his whole monologue at the end and whatnot was just so 
overacted and mm. that it just like it just annoyed me whereas like you know after the first viewing all three of them I was kind of like really like this really this is and then after the second viewing I, I warmed up you know um to the to uh the the, the brother sister I can't think yeah. of their names right now of Ethan right. and Quinn yeah, yeah. Uh, now that I'm on the spot I can't think of their names no. um <laughs> But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I warmed up to them a little more, but yeah, the, the dad still, I don't know. I, I didn't love him as one of the killers, but who knows, maybe after a couple more viewings, (laughs) that'll change. But yeah. Listen, it's, it's hard to, you know, Debbie Salt, man, and Jackie set the mold of, uh, me some Debbie Salt. Yeah, um, absolutely. So do we. So, I mean, it's hard to come into like the parent mold of it all and be like that parent out for revenge type of thing when it was done so well with Debbie, you know what I mean? With uh, Mrs. Loomis. So I, I, yeah, we, we hear you on that one. We hear you on that one, but yeah, I think the more that we'll watch, we'll probably settle in a little bit more to it. Yeah. I mean, aside from that, I thought it was really well done. I thought it was a fun ride, you know, just start to, you know, finish. Like there is, there was lots of, you know, great chase scenes and lots of, you know, great just, you know, tension and, you know, like moments where you're like, oh, my God, what's actually going to, you know, happen? You know, you're not just like, OK, I know she's going to die or, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that they did something different with the beginning and it wasn't just the exact same thing that we've seen for the last, you know, five yeah. films, which is nice. Um, I mean, I, I, I feel like they probably still could have done something a little cooler, I guess. Like I, I didn't, I didn't hate the opening, but I, I appreciate that they tried something different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah like overall, I, I really enjoyed it. And so, mm-hmm. well, that's great. Cause that segues into our next uh, discussion topic. It was the opening kill. Uh, so Siva mentioned it, they did something different in a sense where they didn't follow the exact same formula that people were used to in the last past what five um screen films in terms of being an opening i'll say attack because uh you know tara did not die in the opening kill but um you know they they took us on a little bit of ride and and they swerved a little bit for us um what did you think about that kind of hey we're going to show you what you what you're used to what do you think or what you do think you know about this movie and we're going to flip it for you right off the gate. Did that set the tone for you at all when you're watching the movie being like, okay, like we're going to quote our, one of our favorite reality shows, big brother, expect the unexpected. Um, did you feel that way going into it after that opening scene? Yeah, definitely. Like uh, it, it was exactly that feeling. Cause you're like when, you know, right after he um, first, you know, killed, uh, Samara Weaving's character and then all you know I kind of figured I I had an you know idea from even when she was first announced that she chances are she's probably going to be the opening you know kill so seeing her pop up right away at the beginning you know at the opening of that scene and stuff like that is kind of okay yeah you know Mm -hmm. that that kind of confirms that um and then the whole scene you know she goes into the alley then she gets attacked and whatnot and then all of a sudden he you know he rips off the mask right away and reveals himself and at first i was kind of like uh 
what? Yeah. <laughs> what? What's going on here? And then, you know, then we continue following him along and he, you know, he goes through uh, the college campus and you see him talking with Tara and stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, he goes back and then, then he gets the call. Then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now I, now I get what's going on here. So yeah, it, it, it was that, you know, it's it, like you said, expect the unexpected. And that's, that's how I think a lot of the movie kind of played out, you know, through, through the rest of, you know, uh, the film, you know, it's there, there was a lot of, you know, oh, we'll make you think this is what's going to happen. But then, you know, surprise, it's actually, you know, something else. So which was, which was nice and which was refreshing, you know, yeah. for something yeah. that, you know, we're, we're on the sixth film now. So, you know, I, I, I don't want to just, you know, as much as I, you know, love what we've had so far, I don't want just the same thing again so yeah no i agree and i think you've kind of swayed me a little bit because i for myself i didn't really it's not my favorite Mm -hmm. and i for me it's like one of the weaker moments of it but i think when you said like um i give them credit for like doing something different Mm -hmm. and trying something different and i'm like you know what true yeah like i kind of makes me value it a little bit more not value it but like like it a little bit more that they they took us like they went for it they tried something different and i i appreciate that I, I will say one thing that I feel like was a missed opportunity for the opening to one capitalize on the fact that they're in New York. Yeah. And also because this is the second one, you know, as kind of a nod to scream two and the movie theater, you know, mm-hmm. killing is I think they should have done something on Broadway and mm. I had to, because there was in a lot of the the marketing uh, and posters mm-hmm. that came out, there was nods to you know like stab the musical or yes. like wrongfully accused you know the musical. Yeah. So I think they should have done something you know similar to you know Scream Two, where you know someone gets killed in a the theater, but have it be you know like grand opening night of you know stab on Broadway or something someone you know in the audience gets killed but then you can still do the you know the fake out of you know oh actually it's not you know this was just you know part of a you know publicity you know some kind of you know fake out at that point still but i feel like that was a missed opportunity with it being said in new york and you know could have had a killing on broadway like you know yeah well that's one of the things you know you mentioned going to the 3d um the fan event you did get the collectible poster that's the new york um you know times square area and like you said they did have the call to the play and all that kind of good stuff. We, we totally think that I was a missed opportunity. Like they you should, were convinced. You were I like, would, I, you're like, I know that they're like the play, the real play. And I was like, I think it might, I was like, I think it might be just like them having fun, but yeah. like somebody, some <laughs> graphic designer just having yeah. fun yeah. and got paid to do this job, Rick. And you're yeah. like, no, like, like where's the play? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you saying that I was like, Ooh, that got me excited. Just even thinking about it. I'm like, yes, I would be down for and that. And the family that died. We're like, how's the McKenzie that fam- family, how's that connected? And then yeah. it was like, it yeah. didn't, wasn't connected at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> None of that. None of that happened in the movie. I know. I was disappointed. I was like, "Where is Stab the Musical?" <laughs> yeah, I think probably just the marketing department just uh, took took out their own liberty, probably, yeah. and gra- like I said, graphics did their own thing, and, and that's it. But you know, it was it was fun. It's fun to still see. Um, what would you said? What would you think uh, is your favorite scene from the movie, or what's the one that like uh, sticks out? Um, well, definitely, I, I don't know if I can pick just one. Um, but one of the top ones I will definitely for sure say, uh, because 
anyone who knows me knows my love of Gail Weathers. Uh, so the apartment, you know, chase scene yeah. with her, um, that's definitely one of my favorite scenes in the mm-hmm. film. I'm glad that we got another, you know, Gail Weathers chase finally after all this time. And she finally actually got a phone call from Ghostface for once after, you know, six films, which was mm-hmm. nice. So I thought it was well done, you know. Um, I also enjoyed the bodega scene, even mm-hmm. though we saw a lot of it in the preview. Um, I still just the whole kind of, I guess, feel of the scene and just the, you know, the, the atmosphere and the, you know, the, the tension, you know, with the ghost face and stuff. I thought it was just really well done scene. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd say my third one would probably be, the other apartment scene um, where with the, with the ladder and where they're escaping, you know, from the, the one, the, the one apartment to the other across the ladder and whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought that was, that was pretty cool as well. So. Yeah. That's awesome. And then it, looking in the, in the sixth installment of the movie, do you have a favorite character? I know you said you love Gail, um, but do, what's your, who, what was your, who was your favorite character? Sorry. In this installment. Um. I, oh, I'm actually probably going to have to say, oh, that's a hard one. Cause mm-hmm. so it's funny because there's characters in six that I like better in six and was not a fan of in five. Yeah. So like one being Sam, I, I, I won't say hated because it's a very, you know, I know. I, I just did not enjoy, I did not enjoy Sam in five. Mm -hmm. I much prefer Tara in five over Sam. Whereas this time I feel like Melissa did a way better job in this Mm -hmm. film and like a hundred times, you know, better. Like I, I liked Sam way better in this one than in the last film. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I'd say the same thing probably about the twins. I found mm-hmm. like I liked Mindy a lot better in five and enjoyed her character overall. And Chad, I was kind of like, eh, whatever, you know, yeah. let him die. Whereas yeah. <laughs> this time, Mindy, like Mindy was still Mindy, but she, I, I found she just didn't have the same presence she did in mm-hmm. five and just, you know, yeah. Whereas I feel Chad grew a lot more in this one. Yeah. And so I, I enjoyed his character a lot more, you know, this time around as opposed to, to Mindy. So, yeah. Mindy kind of stayed the same. Like she, she didn't, she, like you said, progress, like she didn't really progress her character. Mm-hmm. It just was that same archetype, but didn't mm-hmm. have any. Yeah. Yeah. But we're in the same boat with you. Same with Chad too. We're exact, exactly the same. Yeah. And same with Sam. Absolutely. Um, um, was there a something that uh, surprised you the most about the movie, or something we weren't expecting, um, or something you were like really like excited or pumped to see in the movie? Um, definitely wasn't expecting the ending. <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't didn't see that coming. I was glad though that we didn't get the whole you know 
Stumacher return from the dead, you know, thing. Yeah. I was I was a little hesitant that they was going to go down that road. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, we we see that. And that's one thing that I, I really just don't want to happen. So I was glad that that didn't happen. Um, what else? I mean, other than that, I don't, I mean, I, I was, I, it was weird not having Sydney there this mm-hmm. round, but at the same time, like, I didn't really miss her as mm-hmm. well. Like, I feel like, like the story wasn't missing something because she wasn't there. Right. You know, I feel like, I feel like they kind of have, you know, progressed on its, you know, own path that, you know, it's okay for her to, you know, go off and, you know, be with Mark and the kids. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not like we're missing something. Like, I mean, it's, it still would have been great, you know, had she been there in some, you know, capacity and, you know, maybe in the next one she will, who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, it was nice to see that it, you know, it, it didn't feel like there was something missing from the overall story, you know, because mm-hmm. of her absence. So, yeah. And then what's something that on the flip side, what's something that, let you down the most or just like kind of just was like a disappointment or just kind of, you know, bummed you out a little bit. Um, I wish there had been more people that stayed dead, I guess. I feel like too many people survived. Yep. Um, you know, especially after being stabbed multiple yeah. times, especially when you when you compare to like the earlier films, you know, someone gets stabbed, you know, once or twice and they're gone. But then we've mm-hmm. got, you know, in six, they're being stabbed, you know, 25 times down yeah. here. And, you know, yeah. next thing they're at the very end, they're still, I'm still here. And it's like, yeah. really guys, like, I, th- I think someone like, from like, core four, should have oh, yeah. bit the dust. Yeah. Um, like I, I get they're trying to, you know, core four and, you know, keep that. But I, I think one of them, I honestly thought Mindy should have, you know, not survived. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So that kind of disappointed me that all the, all of these people who've been, you know, brutally attacked throughout the film of just all of a sudden at the end, you know, we're, we're all pulling Dewey's and coming back, you know, yeah. at the very yeah. end. And it was, it was a little, it was a little much. But. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how any of their livers still work. At this point. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Um, sorry. I lost my place here. Um, you mentioned a little bit, like we we're going to ask, I was going to ask you about your thoughts on like the reveal and motive, which I know you kind of touched upon already. Um, but um yeah, kind of, um, I guess we'll just elaborate a little bit more on, on maybe what you're, what you were hoping to see or what you, um, didn't love about it or did love about it. Um, well, I, I will say I kind of, I kind of had a feeling from the get go that Ethan was going to be a killer. Mm. I don't just, just a lot of his mannerisms and just overall kind of 
presence. He was just giving me, you know, killer vibes throughout. So, so he, uh, him being one of the killers was not like, I was kind of like, yeah, I, I expected that. Yeah. Um, Quinn, I was a little more surprised just because we, I mean, with the fake out of seeing her get killed. So I definitely said, I was not expecting her. Uh, I wasn't expecting it to all be tied back to Richie and the last film. That's, that's one thing I, I will say I was not expecting that. Um, and then again, the whole, you know, the whole family dynamic and, you know, out for, out for revenge kind of thing. Um, I, I wasn't really expecting that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't really know going into this one just because again, you know, with the whole, we're in a completely different city now and a whole new group of friends. Um, I wasn't really sure how they were going to go along with what the motive for all of a sudden this, you know, happening. So I understand, like I said, after seeing it again, the second time, I, I'm, uh, I've warmed up a little more to the whole family, you know, revenge thing. And, you know, that it's been tied back to Richie and stuff like that. Um, do I love that as a motive and all of that? Not really. I think it's a little, you know, weak, especially after what we've already seen, like we said, you know, with Debbie and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think they probably could have come up with something a little better, but yeah, definitely. And then, like I said, the their dad, the cop, I, I wasn't expecting him. Um, I honestly, at one point, kind of was hoping um, that Kirby was going to be a, the killer. Oh, yeah. And, and then and then during the whole, you know, the whole part where they're they're trying to, you know, pawn it off and, you know, blame Kirby. And it's like, all of a sudden, you know, at one point you're like, oh, well, is she the killer? Yeah. I was like, ooh, she is. Ooh, maybe. And I got a little excited there. And then they revealed that, no, she's not. And then I was kind of a little disappointed about that. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that would have been fun. But <laughs> yeah. I would have believed that too. Like I, I was have. like believing it. I was like, oh, like it makes sense. The way they were like she's trapping all of them and like kind of gone off the deep end, been yeah. fired, like kind yeah. of just like going down the rabbit hole. And um, it would have been good. It would, that's a good motive right there. <laughs> now I, we talked earlier how you're like a collector um, and yeah. uh, like you know fan memorabilia and stuff. How did you like the like? Did you like the shrine kind of aspect of the movie? Um, or did or how, what were your feelings on the shrine? Um, yeah, I, I actually really liked the shrine. Um, a lot, <laughs> not gonna lie at watching it and seeing, well, first seeing all the, the photos that initially came out and, you know, the, the, the snippets of it in the initial trailer and stuff like that, that definitely caught my, um, my eye and piqued my interest just as a collector thinking like, oh, damn, I would love to have half of that stuff in my collection, you know? And then, so once, you know, watching the film and seeing them actually walk through it and getting the close-up shots and all Mm -hmm. the, you know, the throwbacks to all the, the last films and stuff like that. And just, you know, seeing all the little Easter eggs that they, you know, put throughout was definitely cool. And uh, yeah, it was kind of, kind of geeking out there being like, Oh, I want that. And Oh, I would like that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, they did a good job with it. I was really, I really enjoyed it too. I was really impressed. Yeah, it was one of our favorite scenes. Um, in terms of the ranking, I know you're such a big fan of the franchise. How would you? Do you have a current ranking of the films? I know it could change, obviously, on a <laughs> daily basis. But uh, what uh, for you? What? How do the films rank right now? Um, it's it's funny you ask that because I've 
I've been th- thinking about that since seeing Six mm-hmm. and trying to figure out where exactly um, I would place it. And I'm, I'm, I, I, I go back and forth because um, the problem is is three and four for so one and two are my top. Number one is number one. Number two is number two on my mm-hmm. list. Um, and then three and four kind of go back and forth depending on almost like my mood and the time of year. Like sometimes I like three better than four and sometimes I absolutely hate three and I'm just like, what, what is this? And so I, I flip back and forth on those two so much that I'm like, okay, well then where does six play in? So I, I definitely like six more than five. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably have to say number one, first, uh, two, second. Um, I would probably go <laughs> I, I, I want to say six, mm-hmm. third, mm-hmm. and then I would say probably four, three, and then five. Mm. But then again, like I said, three, three jumps around and yeah. four jumps around all the time. There's times where I'm like, I like five, you know, way more than either of those. So it's, it's hard for me to, to nail, but... Yeah. Right now, I would probably say that would be my current ranking. But again, in two weeks' time, you know, right. or in two weeks, it could, it'll probably change again. But yeah, and that's you know, the beauty of the films, right? Yeah, that's well, the beauty one of them. One and two always is will be at my top. Though. Yeah, yeah, I get that too. I find every time like three has hasn't always been my favorite, but every time I rewatch three, it kind of I like it a little bit more. I like it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of movies around. I know you like three. Eric and I are the mm-hmm. same in that sense where he's like that for three is what that is for me for four, because for four, literally always was on the lower my ranking, but the more and more I watch it, I actually enjoyed a lot more. And like you said, it depends what mood I'm in. If I want to go back to what it was in 2011. Yeah. And like, Oh my, like a Kirby and her blazer. And like, you know what I mean? Like Adam Brody. And <laughs> Adam like, Brody. And, you know, but just the whole motive and Jill was such a good ghost face, like the whole craziness of it all, like the unhingedness of it, of it all. Uh, but yeah, we, we feel you on that for sure. Um, okay. So we'll do some like a little fun. Yeah. yeah always, some we, funny games. we always kind of do some games. Um, kind of like rapid fire question, but okay. So with all the movies, what would you say is your favorite? And I know we just went to ranking, but your favorite opening kill. My favorite opening? Uh, yeah. Definitely one. one. Drew yeah. Barrymore. Yeah. 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 There oh, was, um, yeah, there was a, a headline today saying from like Drew Barrymore, how she was saying that um, even though she was stabbed, maybe she's still alive. And she was like, with good writers, anything can happen. I was like, Drew, no, don't say it. Yeah, Stop. Drew, no, Stop. don't do that. Uh, you were hollowed out. Your insides were on the outside. Yeah. Like, <laughs> maybe it was a fever. Like, maybe it was a dream or something. Like, what the hell's going on? I don't know. But um, but yeah, we, we agree with that wholeheartedly. Like, Casey, that opening kill. People didn't see it coming. You know, you went to the theater thinking, oh, it's Drew Barrymore. She's going to be the, the – she's the main – a-lister at that time that was in the film yeah. and they did a cycle on us and uh, she was gone at the opening, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, she was. I mean, she was literally her face was front and center on all of the marketing, mm-hmm. the posters and everything, you know, and mm-hmm. then they just had to, you know, kill her in the beginning to, you know, keep us on our toes. So, yeah, yeah. love it. Um, and then who's been your favorite character in the franchise? I think you alluded to it earlier, but uh, who's been your favorite? Favorite character? Definitely Gail. Yeah. Um, especially Scream 2 Gail. I love how cutthroat and bitchy she yeah. is in Scream 2. Like, um, yeah, that's that's definitely my my that's definitely my favorite Gail is Scream 2. Mm-hmm. Um we won't talk about the bang issue. We <laughs> will just pretend that didn't happen. Um I also I mean Sydney's definitely, you know, a, a close second um i i do love sydney's character and you know her evolution through the films but yeah there's just gail gail will always be my my girl yeah i feel that um and then what about favorite of all the movies favorite reveal motive or act three um probably debbie I think I, I, I love her whole, I, I love just that whole scene um, with that uh, Laurie Metcalf, just her performance, you know, and just how crazy and, you know, like psychotic she is during her whole reveal and, you know, the motive. I just, I, I, I just love everything about it. So yeah, that's definitely my, cause I, I, I that was one definitely I, I didn't see coming, you know, I wasn't expecting Billy's mom to, you know, appear because of course you would think thinking you know that oh well they if it was billy's mom they would recognize her and stuff like that you know but you know this is you know 30 pounds and a lot of work later you know yeah yeah. but no that's yeah that's that's my most enjoyable just overall the whole the whole scene of it just with her yeah yeah. Yeah. And having her be this like side character, like a side side character of the whole movie, like you're just not expecting. And and yeah. scenes you do see her, they play it off so well that like, yeah, she would just be like a little Gail Jr. and like kind of like trying to find out what's happening. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's kind of like layers to it because like she wants to know what's happening because she wants to know she's getting caught or she wants to know what's going on, right? Where everyone is. <laughs> Where everyone is. Yeah. 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 I agree. Okay. Um, and then we love playing the fuck Mary Kill game. So if you had to pick anyone from the franchise. Who would you fuck? Who would you marry? Who would you kill? Um. Also, for the record, Rick loves this game. I say vulgar, but <laughs> this is all me. I love, I love hearing his responses. Okay, so fuck, I'd go Chad. Yeah, for mm-hmm. obvious reasons. Because uh, hello, um, <laughs> Mary. I would say, oh. I want to say Gail, but I feel like that would be a really intense marriage. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and kill. Um, oh, that's a hard one because there's lots of people who I would like to. Yeah. Have killed. And- um, oh, um, why can't I think of his name right now? Um, which, movie, which movie? The the guy 
The guy who played Dewey in Scream 3. Why can't I think of Oh, yeah, name? I know who you're talking about. What was his name? Yeah, yeah uh, no, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, he was annoying. Yeah. He's yeah, the one that he, blows up, right? He's the one that blows up in the... Yeah, in the, the one who blows up with yeah. the box machine and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's valid. I would take that. I would take Angelina. I feel like yeah, she, she I would, Yeah, Angelina. Yeah, yeah I, for, I forgot about her. She's also annoying. I, I mean, like also... Jenny, Jenny McCarthy's character, whatever hers, where again, she could, I mean, she did kill, get killed. So yeah. Sarah, she's, Sarah she's Darling. Awesome. Sarah Darling, yeah. <laughs> Sarah Darling. Yeah. Okay. So we'll do some, just a quick name association. So just like what first thing that comes to mind, you know, so Sydney Prescott, Sydney. Oh, um, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Gail Weathers. Uh, bitchy. Mm-hmm. Okay, Dewey. Lovable. That's a good one. Uh, Tara. Um, oh, uh, I actually, the first thing was Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> um, Sam Carpenter. Um, screams t- too much. Save <laughs> <laughs> your voice, girl. Um, okay, wait. I have one more. I'm gonna add. We didn't. Ha- I didn't have this on the list, but I want to know. Um, Chad meets Martin. <laughs> Since you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, something I can say that you know is is good. <laughs> um, that works. <laughs> yeah. Um, six pack. There you go. There you, there go. you go. That works yeah. out. Um, too bad. You know, there was a really lost opportunity for a shower scene in 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 six with him because he was shirtless. He was shirtless and was shirtless, which I do appreciate the, yeah. the amount of shirtless shots that they yeah. they gave us of him. You know, because yeah. he wasn't. That was one thing that was lacking in. And five was some shirtless, yeah, ad, you know. So the, they listen to the people. Yeah, I was happy. Um, and then lastly, where would you like to see the Scream franchise go with this, with the seventh? Hopefully, I know obviously there's rumors out there. Nothing's concretely um, set in stone as of yet. But with the seventh, where would you like to see the franchise go? Um, and this can be literally like a wild pipe dream you have for like characters or where the story can go or a setting. Um, so yeah, where would you like to see it? Um, go um definitely in space. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that. I'm just like, no. Yeah. People. Yeah. Um, I, that, that's a hard one. I'm not really sure. Um, I, I definitely would like to see them continue in a different environment aside from Woodsboro and what we've seen already. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't, I mean, I guess I would be okay with more New York, but I think, I think a, a change of scenery would be good. I know a lot of people, um, have, you know, said they want something, you know, in, in winter or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, something snow. Cause we haven't seen, we haven't seen anything like that. Cause it's always been, you know, either in sunny California, you know, um, so that would be something cool. I th- I think I saw someone do some post something about on like a cruise ship or something like that. Oh yeah. I, I, did, 
I don't know that that way. I feel like that's, now we're getting into like speed two, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I could, I could definitely go, you know, like see like a, you know, a, a winter, you know, maybe they need to come up to Canada and, you know, Canada in the winter, you know, in a Sydney's hiding out in, you know, her, her Canadian, you know, cottage, you know, in the, her cottage, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in, you know, in the middle of December or something like that. Um, yeah. but, uh, as far as characters and development i i would like to see sydney come back for mm. you know some kind of final wrap up if you know if if this is going to be the last of the trill this new trilogy or whatever you know i'd like to see that kind of wrapped up somehow just with with her character and the new characters you know that have been introduced something like that um i don't think she should die or anything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and I, same thing for Gail. Like, I feel like, I, I feel like they both just need to survive and just kind of have a final, you know, like end to their, to their, their piece. And then, yep. you know, whether things carry on, you know, with eight and nine after this, or, you know, if it's an, it's a new group of people after, but I would just like to see some kind of, you know, final ending you know put together how like what we got with three you know and and the you know the original trilogy just a nice ending to you know to to this set of movies so that whatever happens after this we're not kind of feeling like things weren't finished and we're you know we're still waiting for more so yeah yeah i wonder if there's a way to kind of like bring both like sam's story and sydney's together mm-hmm. in a way like have them meet, have them, them yeah have them meet and yeah. then intertwine them and then you know make sure there's no loose ends and kind of wrap it all up because yeah um and then you know what happens after later on later on like it may be but a new vision yeah or whatever that may be yeah. i always say well like sydney has one kid or two two right I think two. two, two. Yeah. yeah, maybe in like ten years they'll be in high school. You never know, right? Well, get, <laughs> someone right. wants to come for grandma yeah, or, or, yeah. or moms or not grandma for mom. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> but everyone's saying like, give her like the Laurie Strode treatment. Like, who knows? Like, and that's obviously years, no. you know us and her pipe dream. Who knows if that <laughs> Neb's gonna be like, yeah, let's return back to Sydney Prescott in ten years. But um, yeah. you know, that's kind of like you know, you can go any way after the, this next installment but i agree with you to be able to wrap it up in some way where this seventh one um if, if it's the last of like this new trilogy um and we would love to see like those stories intertwine somehow that would be pretty pretty awesome to see all right well thank you everyone for joining us on this episode of the podcast yeah, thank uh you. steve thank you so much for joining us also again just plug your instagram one more time for everyone so they can give you a follow on socials uh, you can check my Instagram out at it's Steve with two E's. So that's it's Steve S T E E V E. Awesome. Are you on Twitter or anywhere else on the socials? I don't really use any. I mean, I have yeah. accounts, but I don't use them. Yeah. They're there. They're just <laughs> Instagram yeah. is pretty much my, my, my primary. Gotcha. You know, Cool. So you have right. a, give them a follow for all the pop culture, your stream stuff. But again, like Steve mentioned earlier on in the podcast, all your pop culture fix. It's He's got quite the collection. Uh, really entertaining follow. I enjoy following. Yeah. He's got some great content. I think some great things. Like even recently I saw, we were discussing earlier, um, the book sleeves of like Gail's books. I think 
you posted those. I thought those were so cool too. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I just got those from a, a friend of mine who made those. So yeah, they're really cool. Well, um, we'll share that as well because I thought those were so cool. I like, I really like those. So um, yeah, a lot of great, great content you have. Um, so thanks thank so much you. for hanging out with us. And um, uh, thank you. Yes, yeah. no, it's it's been it's been lots of fun. Thank you for having me. And uh, yes, we'll we'll definitely have to do this again sometime. Yeah, for sure. Agreed, one hundred percent. All right, thank you everyone for joining us. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks.